Today on Hold the Middle, we're going to wrap up the last 10 minutes of the 2017 Nick Cage movie, Arsenal. What happens to Mikey? We're two busy dads who don't have time to watch the whole movie. So we watch just the beginning and end of a movie, then try our best to fill in the gap. I'm Dan. I'm Steven. And And this this is Hold the Middle. Steven, Steven, are you there? Can you hear me? I am here. I am here. (laughs) All right. So, uh, okay, we finished up uh, Arsenal. We watched the last 10 minutes. And it's time to talk about this beautiful thing that we've seen. What'd you see, Dan? <laughs> What'd you see? I wouldn't you exactly see beautiful. <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call it beautiful. It was uh, kind of run of the mill. Yeah, it's pr- pretty standard. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what wasn't beautiful was my prediction in the previous episode that uh, the character of adult Mikey would be played by John Cusack. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty off. I don't know what I was thinking there. You said they were going to age him down. That's a long, long way <laughs> how down. Much, how much are they going to age him down? Like, I, I wasn't even considering the age gap between Adrian Grenier and John Cusack. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, this, uh, I don't think the budget was enough to bring in the uh, special effects to age somebody down like they did in, uh, I don't know, uh, X-Men or... The, what was the uh, one that was on Captain Netflix? Captain Marvel with Nick Fury. Yeah, that or uh, what was that movie that was on Netflix where they aged down De Niro? Uh, the, oh, the, the Irishman. Irishman. The Irishman. Yeah. yeah. No, this does not have the budget of the Irishman. No. I'm sure of that. <laughs> Probably Why didn't not, you say didn't, something didn't when I was... Awards. Why didn't you say something when I was making that dumb prediction? I, I, was, I was confused. I didn't know. <laughs> I've embarrassed myself in front of our listeners. Uh, well, why don't we get into it? We let's get into it. Um, so we watched the last ten minutes. I started around around. I'm very specific here. One sixteen forty eight is where I started. Oh, you watched three extra seconds than me. Okay, I started at one sixteen fifty one. All right, excellent. Uh, so right off the bat, we find out that the younger brother's name is JP, something that we had no idea of in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yes, played certain. by Adrian Grenier. Yes, he's Adrian Grenier. So we're right about that. Um, and so he's in a uh, he's in a house with a couple women, uh, one of whom I'm assuming is his wife, and they're a little frantic. Stuff's going on. Yeah, a lot of commotion. Uh, I wrote down girlfriend slash wife. It's kind of hard to tell. And there's another woman there. Like something's wrong with her. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice anything that was wrong with her. I just, she ran out of the shot, I think. And it was just, there was a lot of commotion. Yeah. So we definitely missed something. Which (laughs) It's it's kind of the name of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, I, we might've missed something, but I feel like our predictions on this one really weren't that far off. You know, we thought he was going to be a cop. It seems like he's not a cop. Um, but Mikey is in trouble or he's dead. That was what I gathered from this first scene. And she says, uh, why don't you go to the cops? And he says, the cops aren't going to help. Of course, they're not going to help. Right. Um, so he's not a cop. 
And they, they make it uh, pretty clear that the bad guy is someone named Eddie King, um, who I, at this at this time, I'm assuming, must be Nick Cage. Yeah, we didn't get his name in the first 10 minutes, Mm-mm. but um, yeah, I think we know now that Nick Cage is Eddie King. Yeah, so he's got a plan, and it's not exactly clear to me in all the commotion if they said what the plan was or if they were being vague, but they don't think whatever he's going to do is a good idea. Right. But, but, and doesn't he call John Cusack? He does. He's, you know, he says, he says a couple things first. He, he says that he's not going to let them win. He's not going to run what she wants to go to California. He's like, well, what are we going to do? This is, this is my town or, and he says something about how Katrina didn't drive him out. So yeah, we, we're definitely right about them being in the bayou. Uh, and yeah, he does. He, he calls John Cusack and his character's yeah. name is Sal. Sal. Yeah. yeah. I can't really tell who John Cusack is. Like, I don't think he's a family member. I don't know. He could be, or he seems like a mentor. Maybe he's something maybe like he that, was yeah. someone in Eddie King's gang at some point, but like turned face and decided to help out. Yeah. I don't know. JT. Should I tell now who he is? Cause I did find out later who he was. Um, yeah. You, he's, go ahead. he's a private detective, but I did through the rest of the movie. There is no, we didn't know he was a private detective through the whole 10 minutes. I had to look that up. I've noticed you like to look stuff up at the end. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I'm I don't. curious. I want to know what's going on here. Yeah. I, I'm not curious. So, I'm I'm under the impression that that Eddie King, who they keep talking about, is Nick Cage. He's not dead, and uh, seems like that's that's accurate. He is Eddie King. Yeah, and we are I don't know twenty plus years into the future from that earlier flashback scene. Yes. So <laughs> if Eddie King was, we'll say forty, in the flashback scene, he'd be about sixty now. Right. They haven't shown him yet. No. But I think we're going to come back to this, what he okay. looks like. Um, so we do go from the conversation with Sal, John Cusack, uh, back to the beginning of the movie. JP is on the bluff. Sal, base, Sal basically says, do what you got to do, right? Well, at first, I think he, like he was saying this is a bad idea. You're not going to get Eddie King. Yeah, so nobody gets Eddie King. Nobody gets Eddie King. You know, and he's, and he says, uh, yeah, you're right, though. I think that there's this is his only option. He kind of understands. Um, and at the, the next scene, they're back at the beginning of the movie. He's back on the bluff or the shore and he's watching the shrimp boats and he's he's got his gun. And uh, we get to see him cocking the gun. Again, he does. You know, shots of the movie. <laughs> I actually thought about this on the way home the other day. So it's not like if you've never seen the movie, uh it's not like he pulls back the hammer and he cocks the gun. He, when he cocks it like that on, on a, um, on a, on a pistol, he's loading the chamber. So it's not exactly the same as having it, you know, the a hair trigger or anything. So I'm, I, I think, uh, I kind of alluded the other day that he, he could, it could go off at any moment, but it's not exactly the case. He's just loading gotcha. the chamber with okay. the first, first bullet. I'm not, yeah, I'm no gun expert, so yeah. I wasn't really sure exactly what he's doing. Right, it is kind of it was sense. it was ridiculous though, the his exaggerated motion. It was pretty silly. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
so he's uh, he's out there thinking, right? And I guess he's he's thinking, and then the next scene is he's he's making his move. Yeah, and then we're back in, in the uh, arcade. Yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, and it's run down like all the games are covered up. <laughs> it's, first, it's uh, there's a he he walks up to the door and they got the shot from the inside and there's clearly a bunch of bullet holes in the door. There's light <laughs> pouring through all these different holes. I thought it was some kind of a barn at first, but yeah, it's the arcade and it's 20 years later. And that place, that little trailer is still standing, still sitting. Yep. And, um, and he walks through the back to a, a, a door that has a bar on it. And then they show up in the corner, a camera. This is the exact same camera that was up in the corner 20 years ago. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Nothing's no changed. No one, even though the front door is not locked, like you can literally just walk into this rundown arcade, everything is still there. <laughs> no one has tried to take any of these arcade games. They're all just sitting there covered up yeah, it, for the last two decades. It, including the plastic sheets for walls. Those are still there. They're still there. They're still I there. Mean, <laughs> maybe they've had to replace them every few years. <laughs> I don't know how long plastic sheets last. Yeah. Uh, whatever contractors they're working with on this project, this renovation that they started 20 years ago, I feel like I've worked with these guys on some contracts. <laughs> they're really the slow. They're really what slow. What are they doing? I don't know. What are they doing? What are, it's more about what they're not doing. They haven't done anything. Oh, no. So uh, now I was surprised here. Mikey's alive. He's, he's, he's all tied up in a chair. He's yeah, very this is there's so many callbacks to the first scene of the movie yeah. that we watched. He um, is in the same you know, chair that the other dude was in that got uh they got a had to uh, wrap his mouth around a pipe. Same same yeah, chair. Yeah. So I mean Eddie or not Eddie, but uh Mikey might be going down that same path. Yeah. And he says they took Alexis. I don't I don't know who Alexis is. Me neither. Maybe his daughter, his girlfriend. It's not really clear. So let's see, meant Alexa. <laughs> they like took my little speakers. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's uh, he's he doesn't seem happy to see uh, JP. He says something like, you shouldn't be here. You got to get out of here. And there's a great line that I wrote down word for word. Do you remember what it was? No, I didn't write it he down. It says, it's my turn to protect you, big bro. Oh, I did write it down We're gonna, right here. Yeah, it's my turn to protect you, big bro. We're going to kill these MFers. <laughs> it's, the the uh, delivery is not great. I'm not saying the writing is great, but the delivery wasn't great either. Yeah, yeah, totally. Kind of weak. Uh, more gun loading. He's Now it's Mikey's turn. He's putting his bullet in the chamber. Yep. And uh, and they're on their way, right? Yeah. Mikey, um, we see Mikey walking through the plastic sheets again, and he comes across a bad guy. Right. <laughs> I and, wrote, uh, he smothers him with one of the plastic sheets. I wrote, some jobber jumps out of the plastic wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so now we're, we're back in back in i don't know what this room is it, now it looks like they're in a restaurant or a diner or s- is something it, the strip club? it might be i don't know it's really hard to tell what's going on in this yeah. place it's huge it's definitely eddie king's lair yes where he likes to go to unwind Very, yeah good good way of, uh, of putting it and now you mentioned in the last episode that did i think nick cage was a time traveler 
now I'm not so sure because he looks exactly like <laughs> he did in the 25 years ago or 20 years ago, whatever it was. He's got the same glasses. He seems like he has the same clothes, same hair. Everything is exactly the same. I think his hair is a little bit longer. <laughs> I, I, I want to do a side-by-side. It's the exact same haircut and hairstyle, but I think it's a little bit longer. Could be. That's the only difference. Maybe we can put that up on the uh, Instagram page, a side-by-side. Yeah, it's a good idea. All right. Uh, but he, they, they don't put any makeup on Nick Cage. He looks exactly the same. So uh, he looks great, <laughs> it's, by the way. It's, it's, it is pretty Love great. the mustache. Yeah. Is he still wearing sunglasses too? I think he is, yeah. Yeah. And uh, And we find out what what this is all about now jp has come back to give eddie something right this is all over a matter of how much money it's not 80 85 dollars like uh, doc brown no <laughs> but it's, it's two it's 200 grand 200 grand yeah and he says uh, i'm gonna pay you and you're gonna leave my family alone forever and eddie surprisingly is like yeah if the money's there cool i feel like yep maybe they should have tried this a long time ago yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's still Nick Cage is still like slurring his words. I, yeah, I was under I think, the impression that his uh, that his mouth is wired shut. That's <laughs> what it seems like, right? Yeah, he's like oh, he's barely opening his mouth. If the money's in there, that sounds fine to me. That's pretty good. <laughs> he says, uh, "If there if there are two hundred G's in there, you have one word." <laughs> he seems like a pretty reasonable guy. He does seem pretty reasonable. I mean, at the beginning, he he let Mikey go. He was pretty cool. He just said, hey, you basically just don't talk to anybody about this and you'll be fine. Yeah. And uh, now at the end, he's like, yeah, just give me the money. We'll be yeah, fine. As long as you pay me. Yeah. We could have avoided all of this trouble for the last 20 years. Yeah. You just paid me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows what happened in the middle? But whatever. He's a bad dude. And this is not really the plan. We know JP and Mikey want to kill him, so they're not just going to give him the two hundred grand and leave. So Eddie's uh, crony opens up the case and <laughs> big explosion. Well, briefcase is a bomb. Yeah, not really a big explosion. We see uh, what looks to me like about forty dollars flying through the air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there wasn't much money. Did he have to put any money in there? I don't know. Yeah, really. It seems like whatever he did put in there was just a waste of money. Yeah. Maybe it was just monopoly money. If, uh, if the plan works, you get to keep whatever was actually in the briefcase. If it doesn't work, you're dead anyway. What's the difference? Why put anything in the briefcase? No, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And the bomb was really just, more of a distraction than anything. It did seem like it because because Mikey or uh, Eddie Eddie and the crony were right on top of it, and it didn't kill either one of them. It had no effect on Eddie. No, it at all. just basically surprised both of them. Yeah, but it was enough of a distraction that uh, JP could pull out his gun and start a gunfight. Right, they start a shootout. The uh, the crony that opened up the. Um, the briefcase looked a lot like Kenny Powers. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't notice from, that. That's from he's found in town. <laughs> uh, like when he comes comes back from Mexico. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of shooting. Uh, JP kills a, kills awesome. a dude at point blank range. It's a lot yeah. of slow motion here. 
we get we get some good shots in the shootout. Yeah. There's a slow motion shot of uh, JP sort of diving through the air while we see bullets just flying past him in slow motion. If None of them are hitting him. They're just flying right They're just him. flying, but you could see him. If you had only seen this 30 seconds of Arsenal, would you have thought that this was a, a Matrix sequel? I could kind of see that. I wouldn't... I, I can kind of see that. I mean, you saw... I, we saw almost every single bullet. Yeah. People are taking a page out of the matrix. Yeah. I swear Mikey dives past a bullet at some point. He watches it go past him. It's uh, pretty silly. We get a nice shot of uh, Adrian Grenier blasting a shotgun into a guy's crotch. (laughs) You see all of the, what's it called? The shotgun uh, pellets Pellets. or shells or whatever. There's like, you know, a dozen of them all flying into this guy's crotch. And then he just gets flown backwards. Yeah. Uh, A lot of blood. Mikey gets shot in the leg. Mm -hmm. Eddie's down. He gets shot, I think, maybe in the shoulder first. And then he takes a couple slow-mo bullets into his, uh, one into his belly, right? Let's back up for a second. Okay. Eddie King, I guess he's the last one standing. Yeah. He stands up and he starts shooting at Mikey. Mm-hmm. He takes a good half dozen shots. <laughs> the first five all fly past Mikey in <laughs> slow motion, by the way. Right. And they can't be more than, I don't know, six feet apart. Like, they're pretty close to each other. Eddie King is a terrible shot. He, he's pretty bad. How did he get into this position? I don't know. Maybe this is... This explains the earlier scene of him using the baseball bat. Right, right. He knows he's so bad at uh, firing a handgun, he resorts to using a baseball bat, which is much he's much more accurate. Could be, yeah, especially but when you're, you're like right. two feet away. One bullet does finally hit Mikey in the leg. Yeah. And uh, he goes down to one knee. And then Mikey looks at his little brother. <laughs> his little brother nods. Yeah. And then Mikey stands up and shoots Eddie King twice. Because they have time. <laughs> they have time yeah. to look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is, what's Eddie King doing? I don't know. Nodding. Uh, so now, uh, yeah, so then, go ahead. Yeah, so then JP uh, finishes off Eddie with a shotgun to the head. Yep, and that, that's it. As far as we know, he's dead. There was a very gratuitous shot. Um, earlier in the uh, shootout that I made a note of where we see the back of somebody's head get shot <laughs> and blood and brains just explode. Everywhere. Was that Kenny powers? I think it was. That was Kenny powers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's it. That that's the end of that scene. Yeah. There's... We do get a little epilogue after that. Yeah. And this is, is uh... the end of Eddie King. <laughs> so we get a big backyard barbecue. It's a, it's a party. Like Fast and Furious style cooking. For sure. This is all about family now. Yeah. Um, yeah. We even have Sal. Sal. John Sal, Sal's there. We've got ribs. We've got jokes. Uh, they're just having a good time. Uh, and and Mikey, the uh, – well, that, so I guess they're like, where's Mikey? And uh, JP has to go off and find him. Yeah. And he's, he knows exactly where he's at. He though. does. He's at the ball field. 
Yeah. Uh, so where else would Mikey be other than the baseball field? Right. Of all places. So they're back at the ball field and, and Mikey's proud. He's so proud of JP of what he's become. And, uh, and then they have like a field of dreams moment, right? Uh, yeah, they're like, well, first they're kind of sitting on the bleachers talking right. and, um, Mikey offers JP a quarter. I didn't catch that. You didn't catch that? <laughs> no, I didn't. At the end of their conversation, Mikey has a quarter and offers it to JP. Wow. And that's a callback. Another callback. The flashback. Yeah. So many callbacks to our flashback scene. Wow. So in the flashback scene, Mikey refused to share his quarters with JP and called him a little bitch. Yeah. Now, in present day, he's giving the quarter to JP. I see. And maybe they maybe they own the arcade now. Maybe that's what they're going to do is they're going to buy. Now that Eddie King's gone, they can buy the arcade and right. restore it back to uh, its glory. It's, it's former glory. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and yeah, and then they just kind of have a catch. Yeah. They, they, it's, there you go. And they credits. Catch and they, well, they, yeah, they have a catch. They, uh, I think JP hits a home run and he runs around the bases and the end. That's it. No, I went through there too. No, uh, no post-credit scenes of, like, uh, <laughs> of Eddie crawling out the back of the strip club. Uh, that's too bad, though. I, 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 I think Eddie King is a great character. <laughs> I do too. Nick Cage's line delivery is so good. I've seen. I'd like uh, to just see a mashup of just Nick Cage's lines from this movie. Yeah, I know it would be great. And you know, it seemed like he was the star. I don't know how he got like third billing in this, second or third billing. You're right. Um, I would say he's a bigger star, well, bigger than Adrian Grenier for sure. He's bigger than anybody in the top four. There's, I mean, yeah. it's not even close. Well, remember this was 2017. Yeah. Uh, Nick wasn't really, he wasn't an A-list actor anymore, hmm. but neither was John Cusack. No, neither were any of these guys. No. I mean, even when Adrian Grenier was at the height of his popularity, he wasn't a bigger name than uh, Nick Cage is, you know, at his worst. What if we, what if those are all the Nick Cage scenes in the, in the entire <laughs> That's it. That is just, just those two scenes, well, one at the beginning and one at the yeah, end. Yeah, maybe that would explain it then. That would be really disappointing. <laughs> there's, there's, there's lots of references to Eddie King in the middle, but we only see him those two times. That would be so disappointing. Yeah. Uh, I've seen worse beginnings and endings to movies that were, you know, probably actually in theaters or I, you know, I used to work at TBS and we had to watch TBS originals. This was like on par with those, but those were worse than this. Yeah. I mean, I would say 14 year old Steven definitely would have checked this movie out. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly the type of movie that I watched in my teenage years when I had the time to watch lots of movies. Right. Now we only have the time to watch a little bit of it and then spend a lot of time talking about it. Yeah, we do. We, we don't have time to watch the middle of the movie. No. But we have time to talk about right. it. Right. Well, we're doing a service here. Not everybody can can watch and then talk. They just have to listen to us while they drive in their cars. Yeah, So exactly. It's like a public service. And now they can make an informed decision on whether they want to watch the movie or not. Right, right. Unfortunately, we've given away the ending. But, uh, I mean, there's still the middle. We don't know what happens in the middle. This is kind of like a, a you can play along at home. You can watch the first 10 minutes as well and then 
listen to us talk about it. Yeah. And share your thoughts on our uh, Instagram page or email yeah. us. Maybe we should alert our listeners on what we're watching next so that they can play along. I think that's a good idea. I don't, we don't this, know what we're this, watching this, next, do we? No, we, no. On this Instagram. Podcast is, is evolving. We're, we're coming up with some ideas. Yeah. Here. Yeah. We can do that. Uh, so I have a question for you. Okay, great. Are you, Dan, intrigued enough by the beginning and end to watch the rest of Arsenal? Uh, not as much as I was to watch the uh, middle of pay the ghost. Okay. Um, okay. Although I think this was probably a better movie than pay the ghost. It's just uh production quality seemed a little bit higher. Maybe. I definitely a better Nick Cage performance. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, for sure. I just wanted, I feel like I got robbed a little bit on Pay the Ghost of not seeing any really ridiculous scenes. Yeah, definitely. This, we got to see Nick Cage doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, we got just a taste of Nick Cage. I'm, I don't care to see the rest of the movie, but I will spend a few minutes seeking out YouTube to see if someone has spliced together all of Nick Cage's just just his best stuff. Be careful you don't see anything from any other movies that we're going to be doing. No, I just want to see clips from Arsenal. (laughs) Is there someone out there that has (laughs) taken all of Nick Cage's scenes from Arsenal? Uh, I don't know that there's anyone out there who has seen Arsenal other than us. Possibly not. We might be the first. But if people have seen Arsenal and you want to share your thoughts, you can email us. Yeah, at uh, at hold the at middle what? podcast at gmail.com or you can go to Instagram at hold the middle. Yeah, I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts. Me too. All right. I think that's it for today. You know, I, one right. more thing. I thought that that guy uh, who played Mikey really looked like a cross between Frank Grillo, which I've already said, and. Uh, Joe Manganiello. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I definitely see Frank Grillo, especially just looking at the poster for Arsenal. Yeah. He's, he's, those guys are probably taking a lot of his roles. Yeah. When he goes to, uh, to, to audition, it's always Frank Grillo (laughs) sitting in the, uh, sitting in the waiting room. He's like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well just stay home. again. (laughs) <laughs> not that Frank Grillo is getting a ton of work I don't know what he's been in besides uh, Captain America uh, alright well good this is fun Stephen thanks man alright see you right, we'll talk to you soon if you like this podcast please tell your friends and find us on Instagram at hold the middle 